From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. I am Ketrin Porter and I'm going to be spinning the tale this week. I'm Kim Burns and I'm going to try to stay alive. And you did stay alive this week. Yes. And I want to start off with a big old thank you to my best friend and pod partner. Me? For taking over this week. Obviously, you know, we usually switch off and you're Ketrin's telling the story again. Um, because I was a little sick last week. We had to cancel lots of Patreon yeah. fun things. My little bumblebee got the and, COVID. Yeah. I think I think someone brought it back from Vegas, maybe. Not me. Rude. Rude, D. rude, rude. I think it was D. Did Not he ever sure. have any... He never... He was, like, sick for, like, two days, but he thought yeah. it was allergies. Right. And then by the time I was sick... And then realized it was COVID. I was like surprised it was COVID. I was like, I should just do a test just in case. And then I was like, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, because I'm 
been anywhere. I mean, I was traveling like previously, but I wasn't sick after that, you know? Yeah. Um, but then he tested and it was negative, but I was negative very quickly. Like I was negative mm. like two days after I was positive. So yeah, he could have just been mildly so I'm, symptomed. I'm thinking, I mean, honestly, that's the only thing I can come up with or it was immaculate it's, conception. Immaculate conception of COVID. Yeah. I saw That's your post about that Jesus. shark having I Jesus know. having a Jesus baby. It was the <laughs> I loved how that so yeah, there was a virgin shark that got pregnant in captivity with only other female sharks. So A happy Pride Month. B new Jesus dropped. That was the, <laughs> that was the tweet that I love. Happy Easter as well. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to learn more about this uh Jesus shark situation. <laughs> I'm very uh, I could get on board with that religion. I just start following the shark messiah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Kendra just starts <laughs> posting rants on Facebook that are all about the shark messiah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm standing out on the street and corner of Hollywood Boulevard. Is, yeah. <laughs> with a bullhorn. <laughs> and everyone else is going to hell if they don't yep. follow Jesus Shark. Jesus Shark. You got um, it. Well, more of the story is thank you so much for taking over this week. Uh it really helped my recovery. You're welcome, honey bee. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. Can I pick my bone with weather, please? Please. <laughs> I'm the patrons can see that I am wearing like just a no sports bra, like yeah. nothing. Um uh, well I, I'm wearing something. I'm wearing a sports <laughs> <Right>. bra. <Yeah. laughs> it's just like Join a lot our of times Patreon. we wear like sports bra. Like we we wear very little clothing to record quite yeah. often because it gets really hot, especially in the summer. Forget it. And we're hanging up sound blankets and turning off fans and air conditioning and yeah. stuff. It's just real hot. But real I hot. signed on today, and Ketram was wearing a sweater. It was weird. Yeah. Well, okay. So I know that this is going to sound very like oh poor little Californians, but like. I don't know if those of you that don't live in Southern California can fully understand this. Like, I did not think that I had any sort of seasonal affective disorder of any kind. Like, I was like, I'm always depressed. I don't think it has anything to do with the weather. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And when I lived back on the East Coast, I loved gray, rainy rainy weather. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I definitely appreciated it. Well, guys... It rained for, no joke, three months, January to March. Like, most of the days of all three of those months were rain. And now mm-hmm. we continue to be in what they are calling a, like, just giant marine layer. So, like, it is just gray, cloudy skies always. I don't think I realized how much I needed vitamin D until yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get it anymore. And I'm and it's also like a little bit chilly. I'll probably need to take this off at some point because the light makes it hot. But in general, like I'm I moved to Southern California. <laughs> yeah. And it is now halfway through the year and most of the days have been gray it's, we've or rainy. Been living in Seattle. Which yeah. is not what we paid for. Yeah, so I guess I do have some sort of seasonal affective disorder where I'm just like a little more depressed. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get one of those lights. lights. I kind of yeah. want one. I kind of might need I love one. love a vitamin D light. Isn't that a th- like something like that? It 100% is, and I think I need Maybe to get it. my sleep. Ooh, for like your circadian rhythm? My eye just did a weird thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did it twitch? Do you have COVID eyes? No, I just like one <laughs> one went really <laughs> small big? and one was oh. really big, but like not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> join our Patreon. Uh what were we talking about? Weather. Oh, uh, right. how uh, you need a sun. I lived in Santa Monica for so long, mm. and when you live closer to the beach, the marine layer stays on a lot longer, and there's a lot more gray May and June gloom, as they call them. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm a little more used to it. I was not used to be. the rain. Yeah, but it might uh, be. the the gloom feels normal. Yeah, but there was a guy on TikTok I still that. Want apparently was just like guys i've heard your inquiries about why everyone in southern california wants to jump off a bridge let me tell you what's happening (laughs) (laughs) um so that was my only bone i had to pick you know well you didn't have much going on this week other than trying to heal your immune system no i laid and i watched junior bake-off great british junior bake-off which you guys know i love a british accented child oh my god helped me heal and honestly probably healed you better than like the antiviral did i know it 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 probably did it brings so much joy to my heart yeah like besides the fact that it makes me cry when they cry when they get kicked off (laughs) it's almost unbearable but like the it's for like one percent of the show so i'm like 99 percent, i can handle it that's actually why i've avoided it (laughs) um it's one of those things where like every time i see it i'm like yeah i'm like i want to watch that and then I, for a split second, remember that a kid is going to have to be eliminated. And I'm like, I'm not in the headspace for it. And I'm just like never in the headspace for a kid yeah. to get eliminated. Just don't watch the last like 30 seconds. I should. She, like, Star Baker, not- pa- stop. Stop. Next episode. Next episode. And I'll be missing and you'll know. That's actually a great idea. Do it. And I think I might do that. That's a fantastic idea. Also, um, cousin got me into the new Queer Eye on Netflix, which oh, I had never started for a similar reason. Oh, really? Just like, for a oh, I reason. know I'm going to cry. Yeah, like I know I'll still feel good, but I'll probably cry a yep. lot, and so then mm-hmm. I never feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we watched one at her house, and isn't it just now they also helped me get through COVID? It's just and they were in Philadelphia just... for a season, so yeah. come on, it's fantastic. So, are you caught up to the newest season? I'm going backwards. You're going backwards. Okay. Oh my gosh, how fun for you. That's really yeah. great. So I had a lot of joy on my couch with me. I fucking love that. <laughs> That's fantastic. I um I didn't have anything going on, guys. So I can just uh if you want to hear about a movie, I can tell you about it. No, but first I want to tell you. Oh. Well, not necessarily you, but the plural the you use. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the royal you. <laughs> first I wanted to tell yous. <laughs> to join our Patreon because mm-hmm. we had to reschedule our Friday movie night watch party because yep. I was sick. So you haven't missed it. You haven't missed it. So you it might be watch. this Friday. So mm-hmm. join today and find yes. out. Yeah. And for all the other fun things. And yeah. then also follow us at KK Sam Podcast and also give us five stars and Please. subscribe and rate and review and my brain is still a little mushy, so that's all I can think of. I think you got it all. Great. You got it all. Um, yeah, so now that the business is out of the way, um, as Kim mentioned, wasn't expecting to do a movie this week, so I decided to do something I hadn't done in a little while, which is what I call shutter roulette, um, 
where I just kind of went on the Shutter app and kind of saw what it presented to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found a little movie called Off Season that appeared to take place at a summer resort. And I said, well, I'd love to go to a summer <laughs> sun resort right now. So I will watch this. Um, so I watched a movie called Off Season. And we get a very exciting uh surprise visit from a dear friend of the pod and I'll tell you about it when it happens. Oh, I can't wait. Yep. It is uh, directed and written by Mickey Keating and it came out in 2021 and did our, it's called Off Season. Did I already say that? Yeah, you said I it did. like three times. Great. Cool. Uh, it's called <laughs> Off Season. <laughs> the movie. I was wondering what it was because we already posted the clue and no one, no one got it. I'll tell you that much. Wow. I'm going to have to have to write in the right answer. I'll I'll write in the right answer. <laughs> I'll I'll guess what it is, what the clue means. Cuz um, I feel like everyone was like jaws question mark. Right. I'm sure you've both seen that there's no way you're doing it. What a great watch <laughs> And us like to do. the shining question mark. I'm sure oh, you've both yeah. seen it. Like people were like, "Uh, yeah. The only thing I can think of are things that you Definitely are not doing on the seen. podcast." Yeah. <laughs> However, jaws and the shining Great movie Great watches for movie us to do. Parties. OMG. Yeah. I fucking love this movie watch party situation that we've come up with. I'm just so excited about it. Yeah. Only took us 240 plus episodes to come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> but we did it. <laughs> um, okay. So dead or alives. Um, Marie. Alive. George. Alive. Ava. Dead. Bridgman. Dead. Uh, The Fisherman. Dead. Miss Emily. Alive. Okay. Here we go. So we open with credits with truly like 14 different studio logos, which always blows my mind when it's like just company Mm -hmm. after company after company. And I just, it fascinates me. Everyone's logos are so creative. Like I'm just like, who's who's like the logo maker? I just think it's great. Um, (laughs) We then hear you put yourself up on Upwork. uh, Yeah. Cause I'm so great at composing music and graphics <laughs> and doing technologically heavy things. Um, we right. open with you something. You want to be a crayon designer. I would not. Namer, I, excuse me. I do want to be a crayon namer. Um, so this is wild to me. Here are the the music over the opening credits. Please tell me if you recognize this. Now, listen to this. Okay. 
Do you recognize it? I felt like I recognized the first one, but not the second okay. one. So what did you think the first one was? Uh, I couldn't quite place it, but things that were popping up in my brain was either like a Harry Potter thing or like Hocus Pocus for some I, reason. I, it's living in the right file cabinet of your brain. The second one I played you was the opening credits to Disney's animated Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that doesn't live in my brain. The first one was the credits of the movie I just watched. Oh. They sounded exactly the fucking same to me. Did you not hear that? Mm. Fuck off. <laughs> they sounded similar. The same. Like a rip I will off. say the first one sounded like something that I knew. Because but you it knew wasn't, it from Beauty and the Beast. But it wasn't the second song that you played. You knew it from Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> no. I promise you. That is I, what you knew it from. I can't. I have, I can't wait for I Cousin to listen to this episode. I watched Beauty and the Beach Beast <laughs> one time. <laughs> this was Beauty and the Beach. In <laughs> <laughs> the off season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've maybe watched it one time. Like, I that doesn't live anywhere in my brain. Cousin, when you listen to this, please text me right away so that you can tell me how effing weird that was. Cousin's going to get it. That was for cousin. That was only for cousin. I really think it's something else, though. It's not. You're incorrect. I'm with you that it sounds familiar. It's just not what you played. I played the two back to back and they were the same song. They were very much not. The same Song. Especially when I heard them back to back. You're insane. You're insane. We have to move on before I murder you. Okay. So opening credits to Beauty and the Beach. <laughs> There's a dark and creepy night beach. Gorgeous. And uh, kind of is giving me like Cape Cod slash Key West vibes. That's kind of the beach we're at. As opposed to like a Miami beach is what I mean. So we open with a woman talking. Meaning it's not that busy? Not that busy. And also the flora and fauna is more sort of Key Westy looking. It doesn't matter. (laughs) I was like, I don't know how Key West differs from Miami beach. It doesn't fucking matter. You're (laughs) right. You're completely right. I, I can't. I'm I'm boring myself. This is like the fourth time in 12 <laughs> minutes that I've started talking about something and either Kim is not on board or I've stopped midway through because I realized I was bored. <laughs> um, I guess I just, it's tough for me to do this two weeks in a row, clearly. Oh, Kim just smelled her own armpits. How's she doing? Right. Not good. good. Mm-hmm. Not good. It's hot over there, huh? Yeah. Need a sweater? <laughs> <laughs> t-shirt off it was really hiding a lot I think yeah I have been there um okay so a woman is looking talking to someone but looking straight into the camera and she appears to be lying in bed and she appears to be in some level of distress whether it be sort of like a mental health crisis or a body health crisis she- <laughs> sorry Kim needs to take Kim needs to take a drink but realized she couldn't quite do it without the uh, being positive she wasn't going to spill it all over her microphone. 
And it appears to be blue-flavored Gatorade. <laughs> all of my microphone stuff is on this side, and I was trying to drink it on that side, which I don't know why. Gotta yeah. drink it on the open side. <laughs> I'm really going back to my roots here with a lot of drinks in front of me, trying to stay hydrated. A dr- the beverage goblin side the of The beverage you. goblin. So many people. <laughs> so many people have so sent you the many beverage people goblin. have sent me the beverage goblin TikTok or reel or whatever. Like an enormous amount of people. And it's I'm like, so I've really, just, I've branded myself well as a beverage goblin. Well, I just didn't know that you had a people. I didn't either. I feel seen. Yeah, it's very cool. So she's kind of giving a little monologue and she says, listen to me. It wasn't long ago I was just like you. Thought I could run away from my nightmares also. If only there was a place I could run to that they wouldn't follow me. I hate to tell you this, but no such place exists. Wherever I went, there they were. But don't be afraid because I found peace. Everything comes to an end, they say. They also say life just goes on. At some point, you just have to accept your nightmares and know they're part of you, like family, like an old friend. So I've come to a place where I'm going to walk alone with open arms, just like an old friend. And she kind of starts to smile, and then she looks ahead, and her smile drops, and she screams bloody murder. Mm. Off season. Okay. We now open on a typewritered letter on parchment that a person is reading that says to Marie Aldrich. Please come at once. Your mother's grave has been vandalized. <gasps> oh, rude. As her only living relative, it is up to you to decide how to proceed. Of course, this is very pressing, and discretion is of the highest priority. Sincerely, H. Grierson, Lone Palm Cemetery caretaker. Question one. You're Marie Aldrich. What do you do? Um, I gotta go protect my mama's grave. Obvi, hand okay. in hand. I'm fascinated. Oh. Where's my bell? Not belling. There we go. Uh, that's a point for her. I am fascinated that that was your immediate answer because when I heard that, I was like, movie over. I was like, first <laughs> of all, what am I supposed to do about a vandalized grave? Second of all, what is the purpose of a cemetery caretaker if not to take care of the graves? <laughs> Thirdly, why is it pressing? As someone who frequents graveyards often, there are graves that are knocked over by a storm or nature or people, I don't know, and they've stayed that way for longer than 24 hours. I mean, so that's how I know that it's not an emergency, if you will. I mean, look, you're making a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't immediately, think of I was any like, of those things. I was just, I just got real defensive of my mama. You did, and it looked I got like immediately that's... Philly with my mom's grave, and I, I was like, "Who? What the?" F-? I started. I took my earrings off and I, fucking headed immedi- over. You I, immediately took your earrings off, like yeah. right away, and I, I was just like, "Straight." I was like, "What the fuck do you want me to do about mom's grave?" The fuck? She's... Emotions are high, intelligence is low. What can yeah, say? yeah. So, um, point for her. Um, she she took her earrings off as well. She was like, I'm out of here. Um, 
So now we cut to a car driving over a very long bridge to an island. And this is why it reminded me of Key West, because it's like a bridge forever sort of driving past different islands. Mm. Um, so it kind of reminded me of that. Does it feel like today, modern times? Oh, yeah, it's modern times. Okay. Modern times, yeah. It is Marie, who is the person who received the letter, and her boyfriend, George. Ironically, my Aunt Marie lives in Key West. Wild! Maybe this is about her. Maybe this is her life story. We'll find out. I hope she's alive. I don't know. Stay tuned to find out if Kim's Aunt Marie is alive. Oh, I don't like this or game. Or a ghost. She's currently alive, and I would love her to stay that way. Unless she's, not a fun game. unless she's a ghost, and you don't know. She's not... But she is quite old, so oh. this is an unfun game. <laughs> I'd really like her to... Game suspended. <laughs> we'll just go back to our regular game. <laughs> she is my oldest living aunt, so... Uh, so... What am I saying? Okay, so Marie, not Kim's aunt, and George are driving to Lone Palm Island. And we know this because it says chapter one. Lone Palm Island. They come to a gatekeeper. It is raining profusely. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I tried to go to a fucking (laughs) imaginary (laughs) beach, sunny resort. And all I'm seeing is nighttime (laughs) rainstorms. So fuck off. (laughs) I, um, I just can't get vitamin D to save my life. Um, and the gatekeeper says he looks like, you know, a scruffy old gatekeeper that gatekeeps an island. You know, you can see it. He's mm-hmm. He's got a beard, long hair. And uh, he says, we're closed till spring. And he's like, the bridge goes up. Uh, it's locals own, only until spring. And then he says, it's easier that way. Question two. What do you do? What does Marie do? Well... Now that I've got my wits about me after that long drive. <laughs> now that you're not emotionally triggered by your, the vandalism like of your mom's grave. <laughs> I gotta wait till spring. I'll just let the old grave guy know that I'll see. I'll follow up. I'll circle back. <laughs> I'll circle, I'll back, circle in back in the spring. <laughs> And see what's what. Maybe he'll have fixed it by then. Great. And what does she do? What does she? I don't know her. I, mean, I know I started with questions right off the bat before you knew her. I mean, it is a weird, like it's weird. Why? But maybe she, she, I don't know if she's successful, but I think maybe she tries to be like, oh, no, I really need to go. Like, please, like, let me in. It's important. Yeah. She shows him the letter Mm. from the caretaker. And she says, I have to get to the cemetery as soon as possible. Again, I say, why? The the, the vandalization isn't going anywhere. (laughs) This is not an emergency. (laughs) But here we are. (laughs) So uh, the gateman just says, or the bridgeman just says nothing, just like stares at her hands her the letter back and waves her through. Oh, I yeah. find that troublesome. Yeah. So uh, they're driving into town 
and boyfriend George says, did you know that? Did you know that they closed the island? And she was like, no, I obviously didn't. Um, she was like, you know, I just, no, I didn't know that. And he's like, well, what was the plan if we'd gotten here tomorrow? And she's like, I don't know. I guess we'd find a boat. And I'm like, George, she just fucking told you that she didn't know. So, like, she didn't have a plan B. I don't like George, by the way. I'm putting it out here right at the beginning. <laughs> I don't like okay. George. I think he's got a lot of red flags. And I think Marie can do better. Um, I bet she can. Yeah. So uh, they pull up to a gorgeous cemetery uh, behind a gate. Very foggy misty overgrown um dirt paths uh lots of flora and fauna um well it's no beach but at least you got a little bit of this for you i did get a little bit of this yeah um she's walking through she finds her mom's grave uh and I was more even more upset at how little she could do about it it wasn't vandalized like let me scrub off this graffiti it was like a giant giant headstone that was toppled over and crumbled to the ground to the point where even the smallest piece of it no one single human could pick up so again I say (laughs) what is this 120 pound daughter of the person buried here going to fucking do (laughs) cemetery caretaker (laughs) it seems like more of a internet situation where I'm like oh boop 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 let me order a new headstone let me order a new fucking headstone yeah so um not going to paste it together with my hands. Yeah. Uh, all knocked over and broken. Question three. What do you do? What does uh, George do? George? George. <sighs> I roll George. <laughs> so we pull up to the headstone. Mm. We had to pull up to the gate and walk a path to okay. the headstone. And it's very woodsy. It's almost as if we're kind of like in a Florida forest that is also a graveyard. So I feel like George, I don't know, kicks a stone and is like, what are we supposed to do with this? I wish he had done that. Um, Uh, What do you do? (laughs) I'm like, oh, this doesn't seem like a job for us. Maybe we should call our grave guy. Not the watcher. But just our guy, you know, yeah, our, Sam, our, that our, we keep on call. Yeah, our to, great guy that we keep on <clears throat> on retainer. I'll just take some pictures real quick and then head on home so he can take care of it. <laughs> Ding-a-ling for you. He, um, he says, stay here in the pouring night rain. Oh, uh, I forgot I it was raining. I guess it's maybe not raining at this exact moment but you can pretty much assume that we're on the brink of rain at any given moment on this island he says stay here i'll go find him i'll go find the caretaker oh right that guy she marie appears to be in sort of a she's having a moment she's at her mom's you know gravesite uh and we see that her mom's name is ava aldrich And she then turns and now realizes George isn't there. So, like, she didn't hear him say, stay here. I'm going to go find a guy. Um, She just turns around and he's gone. So she walks off to look for him. And she's walking through this beautiful, creepy cemetery that I was living for. 
And she comes upon what appears to be like the best I can describe it is like an old temple ruin, kind of. Hmm. Like that's kind of what it looks like to me. And she's sort of looking up at it, and then we hear a yell, you know, like, over here or whatever. She's like, George. So she goes towards the voice. She then comes upon what appears to be like maybe the caretaker's shed, uh, and it's locked, padlocked. So she's like, what the, like, at this point, she's kind of thinking like, I thought this was fucking urgent, caretaker. That was, well, that was me. That was the sarcasm and the shittiness was me. She was more just curious and confused. Right. Comes lock caretaker door and then old lady in the mist standing there. Hello. There's an old lady and she says, oh, don't be frightened, dear. It's only me. And Marie is like, I'm trying to find the caretaker. And she's, the woman says, you look like an angel, a frightened angel like before. I saw you from a distance at the funeral. I'm Miss Emily. I own the flower shop. And I help take care of these graves. And I'm like, oh, okay, then maybe you could ha- have handled this. <laughs> that was me. Sorry. Again, that was me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Marie says, did you know my mother? And Emily says, my dear, didn't she... And then just stops talking. Just stops talking. And she then sort of like comes back and apologizes and says, I'm so sorry. I I did see someone walking amongst the stones. And she points behind Marie. So Marie turns around, turns back. Gone! Old lady is gone! <laughs> she ghosted up out of here! Um, and Marie's just, you know, uh, not as concerned as uh, she should be, or as annoyed <laughs> as she should be. Um, <laughs> so she then kind of is still looking for George, and at one point the cemetery it's almost like the cemetery butts up against the shoreline because as you kind of come to the edge of the cemetery forest you're you're on the beach so she walks out to the beach and we are the camera and we see very far away so marie looks like a little dot screaming for us we are george being like George, I'm here. We don't seem to be responding to the tiny speck that is Marie calling Mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. And then we turn and see even further down the beach. We are not George. A speck is all the way further away from us. So Marie is trying to yell at this speck that's twice as far away as we are. And so she starts yelling and walking towards George. George appears to be walking like up into the dunes as if he's going back into the cemetery further down the beach. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Marie's still yelling. She's annoyed at George. Like she literally is like, George, hello. And I'm like, yeah, he is annoying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, George, did you, did you find him? He obviously doesn't hear her. Um, so she, too, 
follows this path that she's seen George the Speck walk uh, back into the cemetery. She follows it into the woods. No George. She can't, she doesn't see any person. Um, But she keeps walking through the misty woods alone on a, what appears to be a mostly deserted island in a rainstorm uh, with the mission of uh, fixing a gravestone that she can't fix. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so she's in, she's in the woods, wood cemetery, and she starts to hear, don't like that. And she can't figure out where it's coming from. So she's looking all around, looking all around. Creepy-eyed people. There's just a bunch of like ghost, creepy ghost people like staring at her from the woods and surrounding her. And she's like, ah! And she runs back out onto the beach. She's back out on the beach. And there the fuck is George calling for her now from where she the fuck was back there. And so he's like, I was looking for you. She's like, I was looking for you. And she's like, so when you were in the woods, did you see those people? And he's like, I was never in the woods. I've been, lo- I, I've been looking for you, not in the woods that you just came from. And he's okay. like, I couldn't, I couldn't find, I couldn't find the guy. You couldn't find the guy. I couldn't find the guy. Question four: What do you do? What do they do? I time to go home. What are we okay. doing here? Mm-hmm. There are ghosts abound. There are ghosts <laughs> like- about. <laughs> like, uh, uh, and and the I'm, sun I came here for is non-existent. I'm getting home as quick. Like I'm getting off this island as quickly as humanly possible. Okay, and they, them, they are like, uh, they are like where where they keep trying to find the 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 caretaker. Pretty much, so. George actually has a moment of clarity in all of this and says, I think we need to get back over the bridge that the bridgeman said is closing very soon for until spring. And Marie says, why would he tell us to meet him immediately if he wasn't going to be here? I don't know, Marie. I have the same question. (laughs) And he says, George says, well, I saw a restaurant on our way here. So... He's like, we could go ask at the restaurant. And we then see title card, chapter two, Sand Trap. It is a, the rain is cleared up. It's now a really gorgeous, beautiful sunset, almost nighttime sunset, like very, very late in the sunset. And we pull up to a, a little bar restaurant called the Sand Trap. And we look in the window first, and we see an old man dancing to an old lady playing piano, which in and of itself, not creepy. I I love when older people find their joy. Um, That's great. Except the piano was very creepy sounding, and his dance moves were very creepy, and I didn't appreciate it. (laughs) What did they look like? They were just kind of like herky jerky and like a little too repetitive, like a little too animatronic looking. I didn't I didn't I didn't like it. But he still had like the balled up fists that all old men dance with where they kind of punch a little bit. They kind of punch the air a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all know what I'm talking about. You've fucking seen it. Um, and so they walk in and record scratch of the piano. And everyone freezes. And looks at them. 
And Marie is like, anyone know the cemetery caretaker? And nobody answers. And she says, uh, anyone call him? Oh, I guess she's like, can anyone call him? Like, if you haven't seen him, like, can somebody fucking find me the fucking cemetery caretaker? Police. (laughs) And uh, she's like, you know, any help that you could give us? Um, George, I think, hands the bartender, uh, you know, some money to be like, any help you could give us would be great. The bartender takes it and says, he'll try him on the radio. So George follows the bartender into the back and says, I'll be back. Marie's now at the bar and a uh, scruffy man turns around to her and it is our friend Jeremy Gardner. Oh, Jeremy Gardner. He's in Hi, this. friend. He, God, he just, that guy brings me so much delight. <laughs> I just find him such a, a delightful, delightful human. human being. <laughs> um, and it was so fun just, you know, it's so fun when, like, you don't know that you're going to see someone that mm-hmm. you know, and then they just turn around, pop up. Love. So, good Catch old Jeremy Jer- on our other spinoff podcast, Kim and Kat's Survive, Survive the, the Cellar. Cellar. Yeah, he's he's in his own episode with Dave Lawson, but then also makes it to oh, makes our it to finale. The, the final, right? Yeah. yeah, he is, which is a an <laughs> episode doozy. fraught with drama. Um, <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> he uh, walk offers her a drink. You know, the way Jeremy Gardner would, of course. Um, And he is... (laughs) Or any bartender, for that matter. Well, he's not the bartender. He's a patron. Oh. He's a patron. Oh. At the bar. Because the bartender's back with George playing with the radio. Oh, okay. So, Marie declines. uh, And he's like, you know, I heard about your mom's tombstone. And she's like... Huh? And he's like, yeah, it's a small island. Everyone knows everything about everyone and also about apparently every grave in the tombst- in the cemetery. <laughs> um, and she says, do you know who did it? And he looks at her and says, did no one tell you? And she just kind no, of... Do no, do tell. Nobody fucking told Please me. Tell. I felt like I was in a woman, in, the woman in black all over again where I'm like, what is the, the lore? lore. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, please. <laughs> um, so, you know, she's like, no, no one told me anything. And he's like, he says to her, very, he gets very close, very, you know, conspiratorial secret, not wanting other people to hear and says, I'm the last one out this year. If you find yourself here later, then you thought, I'll be a friend to you. I live just down the road, number 24. I got a boat. I could be a real friend to you. Question okay. five, what do you do? What does she do? Um, I'm like, thank you so much, friend. I'm probably going to be leaving Right now, I'm leaving George behind, actually. Uh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, are you so, single, Jeremy? So, 
Um, really appreciate that though. But um, hope you have a good day, life. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, is she? What can she do? She is like. Do you know the, can you help me get to the grave man? (laughs) Can you help me get to the graveman? (laughs) I'm having a real hard time with words and thinking. Well, okay. (laughs) Point for you. No points for her. But also I just remembered uh, COVID brain. Are you having COVID brain? I guess so. I, I but this is the first time that it's popping up. That you well, turns it's the first out time I you've had to use didn't it. use it yeah. while watching <laughs> Great British Bake Off and Queer Eye. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm remembering COVID brain. Do you remember used how it much? Fucking foggy I was for like a month. Yeah, and you thought something was wrong with you. I did think something was wrong with you. Spoiler alert: nothing was wrong with me. Nothing was wrong with you, but you're not going to be able to make thoughts work for a little bit. So good luck. (laughs) Uh, What she does is she gets shitty with him in a way that's like, are you hitting on me? Why? She she took it as like, oh, you'll be my friend. I'm not tracking this lady's brain. I I mean, I know my brain's not working, but I'm having a hard time tracking hers. uh, Yeah. So she, she just... Yeah, she just gets a little shitty. She just gets a little like, are you trying to hit on me while I try to fix my mom's grave and my boyfriend's in the back on the radio? And Jer gets a little pissy. Like, he's just kind of like, I'm just trying to help you, lady. Yeah. Um, George then comes back saying he didn't answer. Caretaker didn't answer. Um, And Marie is then like, does anyone know where I can find the caretaker of the cemetery? Creepy old dancing man looks in her looks at her and says, "Did you check the cemetery?" <laughs> and then everybody starts laughing. Also, I leave. I just scared myself. <laughs> that was it so was scary. Very terrifying. <laughs> oh, it's so scary. Uh, so the whole. <laughs> So the whole bar starts laughing hysterically, except for our friend Jeremy. He's not laughing. So what's going on? uh, Then the old man starts dancing again in the exact same way. And the music comes back. George and Marie leave the sand trap. They're driving again on the road. And it's like feedback on the radio and the feedback of the music is just like very old timey music, like from the 1920s kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, guys, <laughs> have you never seen a horror movie? Get if all the radio play is 1920s creepy jazz here. stuff. Yeah, you need to go. There's already way too many creepy things that have happened Agreed. to be staying here. And again. And also what no. What the fuck am yeah, I supposed there's no, to do? <laughs> there's no <laughs> great objective. No. So... But, you know, she took her earrings off and never put them back on. She never put I them back on. The and she didn't have you to be like, what are you what doing? Are doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> uh, so I also wonder, maybe more people would have your response. Like, to me, I feel like my family has, like, a very 
matter of fact or cavalier way of talking about death in the sense of like, I can see my mom being like, what the fuck are you going to do? Who gives a fuck if my grave is broken? You know, (laughs) like I can just see them sort of being like, this is stupid. Uh Don't come here. I'm the ghost of your mom. Don't come here. <laughs> Leave my grave alone, you idiot. Um, but that's just my family. So feedback on the radio. And now George is asking Marie, he's like, did you know uh, Jeremy the Fisherman before? And she's like, no, like I've never... I've, I was only here for my mom's funeral. Like, I've never been here. And uh, he's like, buried here then. Hold that thought, my little peanut. She's like, or he says, he's like, he was acting like he's met you before. And driving, 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 dark road. And it's one of those dark roads where, like, there's no street lamp. So your headlights mm-hmm. don't even do that good of a job. Yeah, like, they have that. a very stark cut off of where they no longer light anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they're driving and she's like, something is wrong. And she says, my mom didn't want to be buried here. She's right. Something is wrong with this place. She didn't want to come back here. He pulls, George pulls off the side of the road and he's like, talk to me. But he's a little too yelly with her. Like, he just gets very yelly. Mm-hmm. And he could even be saying, like, I want to help you. But he's, like, yelling it. And I'm just like, red flags, Marie. Like, I don't know how deep you are into this situation. <laughs> but, like, you just don't need this. Like, it's yeah. just, you know. You can, um, you can do better. Yeah. And Marie looks at him and says, okay, listen. I think someone changed her will. And George is like, do tell. She says, in those last days, her mind was completely gone. She was a total stranger. But one day I woke up and she was back. She was fully back. Hadn't seen her lucid like that in a long time. And she's like, we talked about everything. Old friends, lots of stuff. But then everything changed. She begged me not to let them bury her here. So basically the very first scene where she's talking about my nightmares are my friends now and then she screams, this is the conversation that she's referring to. And the what came after the scream is that she was begging Marie to, to not bring her back to this island. She said, the people on this island made a deal with a demon... She told them that a long time ago, the, or she told me that a long time ago, the early settlers couldn't survive the storms. Then a man crawled up out of the ocean and offered them a deal. She said her family was part of the pact. And she's like, I know this sounds, I know how this sounds. I was angry at myself for believing she was back. But then suddenly her will says that she now wants to be buried here. And then her grave is destroyed and they say, I have to come here. And she's like, what if this is a trap? And I'm like, what? Even more reason not to go. What if it is a fucking (laughs) trap, Marie? (laughs) And so we get this whole story. Guys, also, if a fucking demon crawls up out of the ocean and offers you a deal, come on. 
guys, do I really need to tell you not to make a deal with a demon who crawls up out of the ocean? Come on. <laughs> um, so she says, oh, my God. She kind of, like, stops herself and is like, oh, my God, I can't. I can't believe I just told you that. He doesn't say anything. He just kind of, like, looks annoyed and, like, pinches his, takes his glasses off and pinches his nose. I'm like, what the fuck are you annoyed about with, bro? Like, what the fuck <laughs> is your problem? And, like, your girlfriend is in fucking emotional distress. Um, so. That's your name, this guy. <laughs> he fucking sucks. But, like, he seems like the kind of guy who would be like, I'm a nice guy. But, like, yeah, yelling at but you. but is so aggressive about it. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, miss me with it, George. Like. Um, so he gets up out of the car and is, like, pissed at her and is, like, He's like, I can't believe you're, he's like, one, what are you talking about? That sounds insane. And two, like, you could have called me. And basically what I figure out he's talking about is like, you could have called me when your, when your mom was losing it. Like, he's like mad at her that like, she didn't call on him to like emotionally support her when her mom was dying. And I'm like, well, you clearly wouldn't have been very good at it. You fucking (laughs) douche. Maybe she didn't call you because she knew that you were not up to the task, Brosif. Um, You've been like, "You're fine. Everything's yeah. okay." <laughs> Basically, sorry, your mom's sick. Yeah, <laughs> she's just talking crazy, uh, like all women. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you a hug. <laughs> so then, shut so the he, fuck up. No, I'm just kidding. Ba- Basically, and then it gets even more frustrating because he's just like, you could have called me. You didn't have to, you didn't have to deal with it alone, listening to her nonsense. (laughs) And I just wrote, why are you yelling at her, bro? And like berating her for sounding crazy. And then she says, this is where I fucking lost it. He's yelling at her and then he's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, you're right. Thank you. And he says, you're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for what? I don't know. But of course he'd be like, you're welcome. welcome. And I'm like, you're welcome for fun. Like, what are you talking about? I hate this. I fucking hate this. And then he just says, can we just get the fuck out of here? And I was like, only fucking smart thing you've ever fucking said. I can't believe I'm telling you to follow Red Flag George, but do. Get off this island. So dump him when you get back to the mainland. Um. So they're driving again and he says, you know, I mean, feel free to ask if you need help with, uh, you know, logistics or paperwork. And I was like, okay, George. Um, (laughs) And she's. (laughs) So did her mom like just die? Within the year, I would say. Like it's not totally clear. But then when we get some flashbacks, we see that she's relatively the same age she is now. But, like, she's in her, like, you know, late 20s. And we kind of, I, I don't know how many years it's so been. So when he's not referring to logistics and paperwork about the, the estate. headstone? No, about I think it's also the, about the estate. Okay. Because what she says now, and, and to be fair, like, settling an estate can take a long time. Yeah. Um, and apparently she was very wealthy. It looks like she was, I, I can just tell you this now. We do, it's not revealed till later, but she was a famous actress Oh, in this okay. world. Um, so she's got a lot of money. Oh well, yeah, of course. She sold her soul to the devil. Exactly. Well, so she says, didn't, but her family did. Her family did. Yeah. Um, so he's like, I could help you with logistics or paperwork. 
And Marie says, you know, I, I'm, I was actually going to sell her house on the house she has on Block Island. Do you want to spend the weekend there before I put it on the market? And he's like, sure, yeah. Cut to driving, driving, driving more. Looks like they're driving to leave. They're leaving the island. Uh, but then we see a branch in the road. So he's like, uh-oh. Drives kind of off the road around mm-hmm. the branch. Uh, and then they keep driving and it's a dead end. Yeah. And he's like, there's only one fucking road. Like, it's not like we like turned. It's like one mm-hmm. of those islands where it's like, there's a road mm-hmm. going from one end to the other. That's it. So she's like, I don't know. Back up, I guess. So they back up another fucking dead end. Oh, oh no. That's but not good. It's not We're good. We're on Demon Island now. We're on Demon Island. And there's demon things happening. Oh, there's demon things abound. <laughs> and uh, so the next dead end they come to, they see that there's a turnoff. And Marie's like, turn down there. And George is like, but we didn't come from that way. And she's like, it's the only fucking way to go. So they turn. They turn down this other road. And then there's someone in the middle of the road. <laughs> and they crash. Oh, no. Chapter three. Life's a dream. We then see some flashes of like a news of newspaper articles that are like, you know, famous actress dying of blah, blah, blah. Um, Ava Aldrich dies like just kind of flashes of it. We then see Marie in a waiting room. So this is a flashback. And she goes into a room with two lawyers And she's arguing with them. And the lawyers are like, the will says what the will says. And she's like, I don't care what the will says. I know for a fact that she did not want to be buried on that island. So now that her, after her death, her will now says that she does, like, this is bullshit. And the lawyers are like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, if the will says this, the will says this. Like, you can contest it, but this is what's happening. She's getting buried on this island. And um, they make some threat about, like, you know, not contesting it, not contesting the will because of the bad press. Like, you know, all that it'll look like is Ava Aldrich's problem child disputes the will for inheritance. And she's like... I'm not disputing the inheritance. I'm disputing where the fuck she wanted to be buried. And she begged me to never take her back there, repeating herself. The only thing she could say at the end was that she didn't want to go back to this island. No part of her, her bones, her ashes, nothing. And the lawyer's just like, the law is the law. And then says to her, it's quite beautiful, you know. And she's like, what? And she's like, the island. You'll see. And I just wrote, we lie? Are you a ghost lawyer? Are you a lawyer on retainer for a demon? Mm-hmm. I bet demons need lawyers too. Yeah. Um, What's uh, that movie? Devil's Advocate? Probably. Great. Was that Keanu with, Reeves uh, and Al Pacino? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're a brain girl. So. I do right now. Yep, true. Uh,. Cut back to the car accident, present day. She wakes up in the car. She is alone. No 
George. Good riddance. Goodbye. Hope. Goodbye. (laughs) Uh, So she walks out into the street calling for George. She then hears the foghorn that tells boats the bridge is closing. Quest, or rather, the bridge is going up, I should say. Uh, question six, what do you do? What does she do? Follow the bridge horn. Foghorn. Hand okay. in hand. Point for her. She starts running towards it, but it like jump cuts where I'm like, did she run a good, like, did she run 12 miles? Like, does this bridge <laughs> take a 12 mile run to go up? Apparently. Um, Cause it was literally like time jump of running in a different part. I was like, damn girl. Okay. So she gets there and the bridge is up obviously. And so she bangs on the bridge office door. You know, where it would be like the control panel of the bridge is in there. No one's in the control panel room office. Question seven. What do you do? What does she do? I think she like heads back to town, maybe trying to go back to that. Whatever the fuck that was diner. Mm -hmm. I'm going to break in the control room and hit the bridge down button and run across (laughs) it. I love that for you. Bridge down button. <laughs> that's I actually, assume there's only two buttons. Bridge up, bridge br- down. Bridge up, bridge down. That's actually... I'm so sorry. I just threw a pen at you. Um, <laughs> hold that thought. We'll actually learn about that later on. Oh, great. Uh, also, there's a big old storm coming. So what she does is say, Oh, nerds, the door's locked. And she goes back and is walking through town. She doesn't go back to the sand trap, but I, I gave you a point anyway, cause she goes back into town and now she's just walking through the middle of deserted town street, like main street, just ghost town. I'm like, ma'am, it is, it may as well have a sign that says ghost town. It may <laughs> as well have a sign that says population, all ghosts. Like it is clearly a ghost town. It's all misty and foggy deserted come on and she's just yelling hello hello she looks in one of the windows and it appears to be like this is how i know we're probably in florida because it appears to be some sort of convenience store where there are clothes on mannequins but also guns for sale (laughs) um for your convenience i guess and uh she then this was a little confusing to me what i think happens She's kind of like looking in each of the store windows. One of them is this convenience store. Then she appears to hear a phone ringing somewhere else in a different store. I'm like, loud phone, by the way. Um, And so she runs towards it. And she she goes into what I initially thought was a mannequin store. It's not. It's um, a museum. (laughs) There were just a lot of like mannequins and parts of mannequins and things like that. But I think it was just kind of like a poorly run museum of the island. Because then there was also like some people in like settlers costumes. Okay. And and I was like, okay, I think this is a museum. So those were just like bits of people from, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. But it's dark. I don't know what's happening. And so I thought 
mannequin store. You got to buy your mannequin somewhere. Um, you got to travel to this remote island. <laughs> to buy them. To get them. Who knows? Yeah. So um, there's the mannequin. Yeah, the mannequin industry on this island is booming. So she goes into the museum and an answering machine picks up the ringing and, and we hear it say, you know, we're closed for this season or whatever. So she's walking through the museum and it's, it's very creepy. It's a deserted museum. You see it. Museums are creepy. Yeah, totally creepy. Did you ever read that and, book when you were a kid? Which one? Where they hide in the museum. Uh, mm, no. It's one of my favorite. Actually. Oh, that sounds fun. They like run away and live hide in a museum. museum? I would love what to live in a museum. What is that called? Is it called Night at the Museum? No. Did they make a movie about it? Oh, I didn't know no. if maybe the movie was based on Mm-mm. this book you read or something. No, it's like kids. Oh, and I, there's don't some, I don't know. They are in a fountain sometimes. They, they take baths in the fountains. This maybe sounds great. Yeah, post-mortemant. Maybe your COVID brain will allow you What's to... What's that book remember? I liked in fifth grade? <laughs> So now she leaves the museum. She made it through. And uh, now she's just running around town looking for people uh, to no avail. At one point, she finds a payphone, uh, no dial tone, no luck. We now get a flashback to her mom's bedside. Uh, and mom is out of bed, walking around out of bed, and she's smoking. And Marie scolds her for smoking. And Marie's mom just starts ranting. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not all there ranting and yelling. Uh, Marie is trying to calm her down. And and mom is like, don't call me ma. Like, she doesn't like it when Marie calls her ma. And Marie is like, mom, like, did you hear that story somewhere? Referring to the story about the demons. She's like, did you hear about it in a script that you read or something? Mm-hmm. And then we have what can only be described as some sort of filmed Meisner te- technique <laughs> scene. <laughs> so I'm we're going to we're going to do a little we're going to do a little Meisner today. Uh, <laughs> what, one moment. Uh, I'm going to send you your your script. Oh, exciting. And uh, <laughs> I I mean, it's all I could think of. And then I read a review that someone was like, what was that scene? And I'm like, I don't know. Texting to you as we speak. OK, so you take A, I'll take B. OK. And action. Were you acting? No. Y- you were telling me the truth. You were never grateful. Were you acting? Never were. Were you acting? I'm not. Tell me the truth. Are you acting? You were telling me the truth? Are you acting? Ma, please stop. Are you acting or are you telling me the truth? Calm down. Can you be straight with me for once? Are you acting or are you telling me the truth? Ma, stop. Please tell me. Stop. Is the story real or not? I've never acted around you. Ma, please. Don't call me ma. End scene. <laughs> that was my nice fun. Yeah. Um, wild, wild scene. Um, still don't know where I stand, where or where we stand, or if she's okay, or who was acting, or who was telling the truth, or what. But um, looks like the story about the demon, as far as I can tell. 
she wasn't lying. She was telling the truth. Um, so now we cut back to the island. And Marie Does is, she have like a cell phone? No. She does not have a cell phone. Also, it, this wasn't explicitly said, but like the shitty radio waves, the fact that they had to like call people on a radio, things like that okay, makes, so like leads me to believe that a work. phone wouldn't work. Yeah. Okay. Um, so back to the island where she's kind of just standing, like remembering this scene. Then she has an idea. Question eight. What do you do? What does she do? Uh, I'm going to go to Jeremy's boat dock or whatever the fuck he told me to go to. Number 24, okay. whoever, what's he? Love it. Hand in hand. That would have been a really smart thing to do. <laughs> really smart thing to do. Instead, she goes to creepy old disappearing Emily, <laughs> the flower lady store. And I was oh. like, so you're going to go to the person that disappeared <laughs> into oblivion as opposed to the guy that said, here's where I live. Here's what I have, a boat, and I can help you if things get creepy. No, I'm going to actually just go into the creepy eye of the storm and go see if but this... But he was hitting on me. Yeah, well, look who you're with. I don't know <laughs> if your picker is is fully attuned to who's hitting on who or who has red flags or not. <laughs> so Jeremy would be an upgrade. Jeremy would be... Jeremy's always an upgrade. There's no, there's no situation where Jeremy's not an upgrade. I mean... Unless it's with my husband, <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> um, so we see chapter four, The Damned. So she goes into creepy ghost Emily's flower shop. Obviously, it's abandoned. It's not abandoned. It's deserted. But she's saying, you know, there was an accident. I need help. No one is answering except for creepy 20s jazz music playing in the air, I guess. And we see that there's one light and it's like a buzzing sort of like bulb that's about to go out and it's illuminating what appears to be a scrapbook. And it appears to be a scrapbook all about Marie's mom. <laughs> and it's got a bunch of newspaper clippings about, you know, Ava Aldrich, great actress, Ava Aldrich doing mm -hmm. another movie, Ava Aldrich dead. You know, all the stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the major events in her life. But then it also appears to have like some creepy drawings in there as well with creepy words written like along with things like something about when my eyes went black, something like that. Ooh. And then also a creepy picture that says he's awake. And then we turn and it's Emily in the corner. Emily. And the only way I can describe it is, like, it's very hereditary style. Like, dark <gasps> old lady standing in the corner. Oh. Yeah. Like, I was like, this felt like an homage to that scene we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, there's an old lady standing there. and But is she standing there? But also the camera's staying on yeah. this. Ah! So scary. It. It's so scary. Mm. And Marie doesn't seem terrified. Because also, as you get closer, we see that. Miss Emily is without pupils or irises. It's just white. Just <laughs> no eyeballs and no response. And Marie appears to be not terrified and running, uh, but very annoyed. 
that she's not responding and says, what's <laughs> wrong with you? And I'm like, she's a ghost, ma'am. She's a ghost. You need to get out of here. <laughs> so now we cut to the stormy ass beach again. Very creepy. Marie is running down the street again. Question nine. Where do you go now? Where does she go now? To I'm going to Jeremy's. Uh, I think she goes to Jeremy's as well, hand in hand. Oh, <laughs> wish she had. <laughs> <laughs> she opted for not going to the place where someone said, I will help you. Instead, <laughs> she went to the one place she has been that she knows for a fact only has unhelpful people unless it's Jeremy. <laughs> she goes back to the sand trap. Okay. She looks inside and everyone is frozen in place. Ew. <laughs> including creepy old dancing man who's just frozen in his old man dance move. Everyone is frozen. Jeremy is noticeably absent. To which I said, yeah, he's probably at number 24. Yeah. <laughs> by his boat where he told you to go. <laughs> you know what a um, boat does? It Leave gets an off island. islands. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she walks inside and is walking amongst the frozen people, statue people. And she turns and we see that everyone is now yeah. behind her. Oh, and she turns and sees them, and then a bunch of people are behind her on the other way, so now she's surrounded. And one of them, like, I think it's Miss Emily, like, grabs her arm with her creepy eyes, and she runs out. Marie runs out. And I was like, so the sand trap remains unhelpful. Great. Uh, so she hides in a bush. She runs down the street, hides in a bush. Honestly. I, I'll take that at least. At least it's like you're scared. Like Yes. Yeah. And also I'll take hiding in a bush rather than like running directly to Jeremy's because it's like, are they following me? Like, you know what I mean? So whatever. But then luckily Jeremy is like, look, bitch, if you won't come to me, here I am. Hello. Right here. Jeremy, the guy oh. that told you to, that I would help you. Not hitting on you. Trying to help. Hi. He says... You know, there you are. And he tells her to shush and to follow him. Question 10, what do you do? What does she do? Follow him, hand in hand. Finally. Good Lord. How does Jeremy live here? He says is he she... a ghost? We'll find out. So if he is a ghost, he's a very friendly ghost. Like Casper. He's like Casper. Yep. Devon Sawa. Uh, full circle. <laughs> Always comes back to Devon Sawa. <laughs> um, he, she kind of like hesitates and he's like, what other choice do you have? And I was like, yeah, what other choice do you have? So she goes. Chapter five. Last man out. And also like, I mean, we weren't a fan, mm -hmm. but she dropped George real quick. <laughs> like she, she was, was like, just goodbye. like. Yeah. <laughs> well, no longer exists. To be fair. So to be fair, he says you shouldn't have come back here. And I was like, I know. 
and then she says, have you seen George? Okay. So yeah. he is on her mind at least. Yes. Yeah. Great. And Jeremy said, if he's not dead, you better hope they haven't gotten to him. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no. And Marie says, what's wrong with these people? And Jeremy snaps and says, nothing's wrong. They're just cursed. I was like, well, Jer, that feels wrong. That feels like on the list of red flags, I am going to avoid cursed. Higher than George's red flags. Yeah. Yeah. No, if it's between cursed or George, go with cursed. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) I'll take cursed any day over dumb George. (laughs) Um, So nothing's wrong. They're just cursed. He then, finally, Jeremy tells us more about the lore. Uh, He says, he trapped us all here a long time ago. That's why they brought your mother back. She's got a contract to fulfill. The summer brings the sunshine, allegedly, (laughs) uh, which brings Taurus. He then sucks the energy out of all of them. And uh, out of the Taurus, out of the Taurus, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to read to you exactly. I went back and like put on the captions. I'm going to read you exactly what it says. I'm a little confused about the lore because it's he says sucks all the energy out of them, turns them into desiccated mummies. We're walking on them. And I'm like, that just confuses me because I'm like. If. All tourists go to this island and never and, like, come disappear. back. Here, yeah. I feel like word would get out that like maybe, maybe don't he go wasn't here. talking about sucking the the energy out of the tourists, but the the townspeople. Unclear because we then learn she says. Uh, so Sammy's feel like if I totally missed something, tell me. But like I'm confused about who we're walking on, who's mummies, who are tourists, who's all that stuff. She says, why not you? Like, why aren't you Mm -hmm. a creepy demon person? And he says, I'm the same as the rest of them. I am. I'm also cursed. Um, And he's like, but every year, someone has to stay awake. And this year, I made sure it was me. Oh. And she says, why? And he's like, man, she really told you nothing about me. And he is annoyed that, like, so clearly he stayed, he wanted to stay awake because he knew that, like, she was being lured back to the island to, because mm-hmm. her mom broke her contract. Um, and he apparently is someone to her and is annoyed that he was never mentioned. But he says, that's my house over there. I'll get you to the boat and the mainland. And Marie says, I can't leave without George. And I was like, you can. Mm, it's okay. You He's can. a desiccated mummy by now anyway. Yeah, truly. Um, you Is know. that the word? Desiccated mummy? Yeah, that was exactly the word. What does that mean? Desiccated? I, that's one of the words that I know how to use, but I, I, I'm not sure what the definition is. So let's find out. Shall we? Having had all moisture removed, dried out, lacking vitality or interest. Dried out. Didn't know. Like a mummy. 
So where are we? Um, they were using desiccated fruit on my British Bake Off, and that would be it was dried, dried out fruit, dried fruit, but I th- or lacking I th- moisture fruit. But were they calling it desiccated? They were using some type of word that is desiccated or similar to desiccated fruit. I just feel and like I, I kept d- always dehydrated. Like, no, because I kept being like, "Oh, is that just cut up fruit?" Like I just was like, "What is?" What does that mean? Well, now I'm very curious because simply from a PR standpoint, I don't feel like I want a word used to describe mummies to also be describing my fruit. Know what I'm saying? I'd like I'd actually like you to find out what word they were using if you would. (laughs) I'm very curious. I mean, they were little baby, little baby children too. Yeah, I'm going to need you to use desiccated strawberries. Yeah, and. Yeah, you're going to have to, so you're going to need to tell me what's that book you read when you were a baby (laughs) and what's that word those babies are saying for, for this. I'm very curious. So they run to his house and he's, you know, looking out the window, making sure that they're not being followed. And he says, there's a chest of drawers in there. The keys to the boat are in the top drawer go get them and he keeps like looking out the window making sure no bad demons are going to come in so she gets the keys she hands him the keys he then hears something upstairs in his second floor attic space it's very dark but it's upstairs question 11 what do you do what does he do get on the boat and vroom vroom out of here me okay. mm-hmm does he go upstairs? He fucking does. Jeremy. And I was like, Jeremy. That's disappointing. He would you never. You know better. He would never. It was scripted. Yeah. Honestly. They forced him. They did. And he, he put up a stink about it on set. He was like, <laughs> I just don't believe that he would go up there. And, uh, but he, he did. So al- he, he stayed alive in that cellar, man. He I, did. He knows better. He, he does. So Jeremy tells her to wait so that he can go see what the sound is. Tells her and tells her to keep an eye. Oh, that's what. Tell, so I'm going to go see what the sound is. You keep an eye on the door until I come back. I'm going to see what the sound is. You keep an eye on the door until I come back. Okay. Yeah. So he goes up to Creepy Attic and she keeps calling. She's very, like, she seems annoyed when she should be scared and she <laughs> isn't annoyed at the people she should be annoyed at, like George. So she's like, hey, what's up there? And I'm like, shh. You're on Ghost Shh. Island. Like, just be quiet. Shh. We're hiding. We're, We're hiding. And she hears banging. And she goes and she grabs a flashlight off the table. And she flashlights her way upstairs. He's not answering her. We're flashlighting around. And an, al- an alarm starts blaring on the radio. But it's not, it's not like an alarm. It's just like a... A, a horn sound coming from the radio and the keys are sitting like right in front of the radio over the radio. She hears George like kind of breaking up, but saying like, I'm at the bridge. I'm at a uh, bridge. Question, it's, a trap. it's a trap. Question 12. What do you do? What does she do? It's a trap. Get the fuck out of here. Get on the boat. Vroom, vroom, bye. Vroom, bye. What does she do? She goes to that fucking bridge. I don't know what the fuck kind of dick George has, but she's chasing it. 
<laughs> and I've had it. She's stigmatized. She is stigmatized to the max, and I've had it. So he says he's at the bridge. She then hears running, creepy running. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, but you don't see anything. So she goes and like hides in. Again, it's very dark. She hides in like a closet or small room. It's just it's a bunch of boating equipment. So it's like things that you would need for a boat. And then she steps on something and points the flashlight down and it appears to be vines or snakes or vine snakes snake vines uh-huh. it's unclear and she flashlights up and it's jeremy but he's uh-huh. made of vine snakes oh, he's jeremy. got like vine snakes coming in and out of his eyeballs and his mouth and his nose and his chest and he's all made of vine snakes And she screams. And now, just like Harry Potter in the last movie we watched, she locked the door too good. She can't get back out. She's like, let me out of here. I locked the door too good. And now he's the last to go, which means there's no one safe left. No one safe left. So he gets up now and he's like roaring as a vine snake. And she very smartly goes, I'm in a boat closet. She finds a flare gun. And she shoots him and lights Jeremy on fire. <gasps> oh, no. Goodbye, dear friend Snakevine Jeremy. Goodbye. You tried. He loves better snakes. Than he loves so snakes. Good for him. I don't know how he feels about vine snakes or how he feels being made of them. But I bet he'd love to be a, made of a snake. Yeah, I, I agree. He's the, sup- he's the most super fan snake lover I've ever met. Truly. And 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 he's, he's adamant about it, guys. He... Uh, He's he's passionate about snakes. So R.I.P. Jeremy. R.I.P. R.I.P. Jeremy, because he was kind of already dead. So. Yeah, I don't understand if they're dead or alive. I'm very confused. They're, they're dead. We'll get there. Um, oh, they're dead because we're walking on their desiccated, desiccated bodies. Yeah. Bodies. Um, so what was her mom? Her, how did her mom get out? We'll find Boy. out. So she busts down the door finally and starts walking question mark through the town again uh down the middle of the street question 13 Great. where do you go where does she go <laughs> <laughs> i go back to jeremy's where i successfully killed him mm-hmm. take the keys and get on the boat i love that goodbye mm-hmm. what does she do goes to the bridge or tries to (laughs) that's one and a half points first she goes to the gun and clothing convenience store oh you did tell me i could get guns here throws a rock through the window and grabs herself a gun and ammunition she makes it to the bridge and there's george Looking fucking creepy and covered He's in blood. What did I fucking it. tell it's a, you? It's a trap. It's a fucking trap. And she's like, you know, what's wrong with you holding the gun? Because he's like a distance away and like won't approach her. And she's like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, I was scared too. But it's okay. It's good. Now, 
this is the only time that he's not like yelling, yelling his at encouragement, her, which is at how her. you know he's a ghost. That's how you know he's a ghost. One hundred percent. He's a cop. And he and so uh, he's like, it's good. This place is good. I promise it's good. And she's like, who are you? And he's like, who am I? How could you ask me that? But he's got like a demon voice behind him. It's that thing where it's like his voice. Ah, yeah, but then, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, Marie starts yelling. She's like, he was a good person. Why did you do this to him? And Demon George says, he begged for salvation. And I am salvation. The people here are my fingers. The island is the palm of my hand. In life, they have free will. In death, they belong to me. You belong to me. And she says, what about my mother? And he says, a fate worse than hell. Don't be scared, my child. And I'm like, bitch, you just told me it was a fate worse than hell. Like, I'm like <laughs> a lane. And he's like, do you belong to me? Question 14, what do you do? What does she do? Do I belong to you? Mm-hmm. Do, uh, no. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. So he asked that question, but what do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, shoot him, hand in hand. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so you've shot him. And he and he's shotted. He's dead. It, he, no demon, Great. you know, he's... Uh, you did it. Great. Uh, so question 15, what do you do now? Go to the boat. Go to the boat. Okay. What does she do? Try to put the bridge down. Fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> she goes to the bridge office door and she shoots the lock off. She shot George twice. This is a pistol. She shot George okay. twice. Fair. I'll give you two shots at George. She then shoots the lock off. Okay. With four bullets. <gasps> Uh oh, we've got no more bullets. Two plus six. I mean, two plus four is six. Yeah. But she goes in, and there's a bunch of controls. Here's where we learn about bridges <laughs> that it's not just two buttons. It's not just two buttons. Uh-oh. And it's got weird instructions, things on it like rewind, or I'm like, what am I rewinding? I, you know. Um, but luckily, she finds an instructional VHS tape that she pops into <laughs> a VCR. <laughs> and. Okay. This was kind of neat. It looks like it's from like the 50s. It's black and white. And it's literally like Encyclopedia Britannica Films presents how to lower a bridge. And I was like, oh, my God, did Encyclopedia Britannica do that? That was that was smart. Like at the time, Encyclopedia Britannica was like stockholders. Books that you watch. (laughs) I thought that was brilliant. So... She does it. The horn sounds. It's lowering. We're, we're doing it. We've done it. It's taking forever. Sure. Which, which you can tell from her just pacing back and forth, looking back over the bridge. Is, am I being chased? I hear demon yells, but the bridge is taking forever to lower. Finally lowers. She runs across the bridge. Okay. She's free. She did it. Gatekeeper. No. The bridgeman is there. And he says, I can't let you go. But he's crazed and it's raining again. And he's like, your mom did a terrible thing. I've been serving them. 
I worked so hard for salvation and your mother just throws it away. How can someone just leave heaven? And Marie's like, oh, no, 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 no. You've been misinformed. It's absolutely not heaven back there. It's like 100% a hellish demon place. And he doesn't believe her. And he's like, no. And she's like, no, this place is hell. I've seen what they become. They're trapped. You've been tricked. Like any person who's having their deep seated beliefs challenged, he <laughs> answers it by doubling down and pointing sure. his rifle at her. Yeah. Question. They may as well be having a, a Facebook argument right now. A thousand percent. Yeah. Um, Question 16, what do you do? What does she do? He's pointing the rifle Rifle. at me. Yeah, and you used 14 bullets on a lock. Well, I rewind. (laughs) (laughs) You push that rewind button at the bridge. (laughs) And undo losing all my bullets. Uh Uh-huh. I am like, oh, gee. How do I not get a shot? I'm like, okay. You know what? You're right. Maybe it is heaven. Yeah. Maybe it is. Uh huh. Lead the way, sir. And then I follow him, but then I hit him with my gun. And then I run. Okay. What does she do? She tries to shoot him with her gun. Point for you. <laughs> no, she offers him money from her mom's estate. Oh. She's very wealthy now. Uh, Does this guy care about money? His point exactly. <laughs> his point exactly. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want your money, but it's very spittily. He's saying it with lots of spit. Sure. And he says, I just want life after death. And then he starts yelling he's really unhinged at this point. He's, he's holding a rifle. He's unhinged. His deep seated, uh, evidence lacking belief system has been utterly challenged. He's, he's on a tear. Um, and he says, I'm going to shoot you, but you're going to come back real quick. Eternal life, eternal salvation. He's waiting. Chapter six, heaven. Cut him walking her back over the bridge with a lantern exclamation point. I wrote, I don't know if <laughs> it's his lantern or her lantern. Excited about it's just me lantern. being excited about a lantern. Yeah. Uh, they come to the cemetery gate and he tells her to go in, but he can't, he's not allowed any further. This is as far as he can go. So she goes in and there's a bunch of lanterns lighting the way now. And she grabs one and then she comes to her mom's grave Her mom's grave is open. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. And she turns, and her mom is standing behind her. Hi, Mom. And she drops the lantern in fear and says, Ma? And I was like, don't call her Ma. She told you not to. (laughs) We did a whole scene about it. We did a whole Meisner exercise about it. Ghost Mom obviously doesn't respond. But instead... Ghost mom runs away from her, presumably towards the beach. Question 17, what do you do? She chases. Hmm. I run to the boat. 
and get the fuck off this island. Thank you. <laughs> like to me, I'm like, great. Your mom's leaving you alone. Go get those keys. Yeah. Let's get out of here. She chases her. Mom runs to the edge of the sea. Ghost mom, demon ghost mom runs to the edge of the sea. And we see that she's looking out at a giant, very scary cloud smoke snake vine demon that's just hovering at the horizon of the ocean. It was too big, uh, too (laughs) scary. Uh, One star. I hated it. It was very (laughs) scary. Uh, Ghost mom then looks back at Marie and kind of like creepily points at her. And then Marie says, I'm sorry. And then ghost mom is pulled into the sea. And all of a sudden, all the villagers are behind her with creepy eyes. And Marie falls to her knees and says, I see. I see now. And now it's white-eyed Marie. (gasps) Oh, no. Cut to flashback. Sleeping mom. Mom wakes up. Marie is at her bedside. And she says, did I ever tell you I had a brother? (gasps) Jeremy? He was was older than me. And Marie says, what happened? She says, they never told me what happened. But I heard people talking. He drowned. He was a good swimmer, but he drowned. She says, I loved him more than anything. But he was gone, just like that. And then I think at some point we literally see like a flash of Jeremy's face just to be like him. That's he's he's it. He's my brother. (laughs) Um, And she says, one day after the funeral, I saw him outside my room. So I followed him into the woods and he turned and he looked at me and I knew it wasn't him anymore. She says, we'd made a deal to go together So I ran and I never looked back. Don't you ever take me back there. My ashes, my bones, my nothing. And Marie says, I promise. Epilogue. Tourists coming into the flower shop. Ding, ding. Hello, service, flowers. We love your island. (laughs) And who comes out? But Marie. And says, oh, are you here to check out? You must be the last ones. The bridge goes up tomorrow. And the woman says, I just love your flowers so much. And Marie says, my grandma will be happy to hear that. Guess her. I guess Emily is her grandma. Emily's her grandma. Yeah. And uh, the woman buying flowers says, gosh, I just, I wish we could stay here all year. And Marie goes, you can't. Nobody does that. See you next season credits the end Mm. yay jeremy (laughs) way to go jer (laughs) yay jer i am still without any vitamin d there was not a single solitary (laughs) shot of the sun I don't know if you recall, but at no point did I say, and it's a sunny, bright day. Sunny, beachy time. Yeah. I guess, to be fair, 
a split second before the final credits, she walks outside and smiles in the sun. And I was like, yeah, I'd be smiling in the sunlight, too. <laughs> I don't remember what that feels like. Credits. <laughs> I guess technically. It is off season. It is off season. You're right. You needed an on season. movie. I needed I needed an on season movie. My bad. Um, OK, let me total your points. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streams, polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. He got really fucked on the dead or alives because everybody, everybody's everybody's dead except except for the Bridgman, apparently. Uh, So you got two out of six on your dead or alives. Was the Bridgman not dead too? No, because remember he was like, I want to be dead. Yeah. Um, For your questions, you got twenty six point five out of thirty four for a total of twenty eight point five out of forty. Hmm. Wait, what were my dead or lives? Two out of six. Oof, yeah, they fucked me. They fucked you. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, your burning desire to get on the boat and off the island also really fucked you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was um, not the goal of the main character, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so She's yeah, that was destined to be there. Yeah, so that was my my shutter roulette where I got a a special Jeremy Gardner surprise. I love it. Yeah. It sounded like there were some scary bits. Yeah. I I yeah, like the I mean the 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 set was gorgeous. Like they it felt like one of those movies where they found the found the vibe and then we're like i bet there's a mm, scary story to do here do something yeah yeah um because it was it was gorgeous it was really really beautiful um and yeah the the scary villager people were very creepily shot um there was that hereditary old lady mm-hmm. part i was like that that was scary and then the demon was super scary at the end i That's i good. as i said one star to the demon but but like <laughs> one five star stars. five skulls one star five skulls yeah exactly um so yeah that was off season um thank you yeah you're welcome did you ever see uh this has nothing to do with what we were just talking about it's just that i'm drinking Great. blue gatorade i can't wait powerade really but yeah did you ever see like that like meme or really it's like a probably like a tweet with some comments under it or something like that I I and it's like talking about <laughs> you know somebody's a cop when they like know like the flavor names of Gatorade they're like glacial ice and like someone comments being like uh not true because how would you be able to tell the difference between yeah glacial ice and mixed berry yeah whatever the fuck frosted berry (laughs) and then there's a third comment that's just like nice try officer it's blue and light blue (laughs) Which is so true. It's blue and light blue flavor. So true. <laughs> if somebody asks me what does blue taste like, I'm like the Gatorade. Yeah. Have you not like, had the Gatorade? No one calls the color. No one calls them flavors. They're just called like their flavor is the color. Yeah, exactly. Like I want, I want a purple. 
Yeah. Please. Cool. All right. I well, only drink blue for, for that matter. Blue's the best. Well, you know, I was I like blue. Um, I'm a yellow girl. Yellow. I love, I love a yellow game. Wow. Ooh. I never I love yellow. Really? Do you like dislike Yuck. it or do you just gravitate? I mean, towards... I'd have to like try it again. I think I've had it maybe once. I've just I never... would think that you would like it. It's maybe a lemon I just lime. don't gravitate to yellow. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's what? Excuse <laughs> me? I just, I've heard. Gendron's a cop. Gendron's a cop. Watch out, I've everyone. Gendron's a cop. That the yellow might be an homage to lemon lime. That doesn't sound good to me. I don't want lemon lime drink. You drink Sprite when you're sick, which is literally a lemon lime soda. But it's bubbly. Put some fucking spritzer in your fucking yellow like, Gatorade. It's like then. having orange drink versus orange juice. Speaking of which... How much fucking Sprite did you drink while you were on COVID? And I didn't. Zero. Really? I don't do it anymore. Good for you. Especially now because D, my lover, mm-hmm. got me a soda stream for my birthday. So I don't need oh, Sprite yeah. in my life. I don't need are any we... bubbles in my life except my soda stream. Are we doing that? Are we calling? My mom got me. Are we calling people lovers? Are we doing that? The love of my life? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm just like not on board with that term. <laughs> I'm not on board with people referring. I don't to know. Their You're a cop, so lover. we can't trust you. That's true. <laughs> I am a cop. Um, okay. Well, you need to go rest again because this was a lot for your little COVID brain. So you I need to go know. Rest. I got to re-rest. Um, Thank I love you, you tons so and much tons again. You're welcome. I love I you. I love you, you Sammy. Um, and this is be been back next week. Yeah, and this has been Kim and Cat's Day Life. Maybe. So until next week. Stay alive. I ghosted me. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.